Welcome to the Not Enough Champagne 2022 quiz. I am joined once again by someone who can win 57% of the vote and still come second. It's Councillor John Cotton. It's a skill and I'm proud of it. Someone who also stood, but frankly I can't remember the result, Steve Haynes. God, hello. If anyone's going to fix the quiz, it's probably going to be Luke John Davis. True. And like Jack Rick Greenish, we have a late but beloved super sub, it's Jan Hemingway. Hello, I don't know if I like that comparison. <laughs> uh, obviously, we, we are normally joined by uh, our friend, colleague, friend Bridget Jones for these quizzes. She's trying to work out which Caribbean island is going to be her Bond villain HQ. All of them. All the- <laughs> Absolutely, the budget definitely stresses to that. <laughs> as long as there are ninjas, it's a win. <laughs> and speaking of ninjas, we've got our prediction ninjas who are going to give their 2023 predictions after this. Those of you who haven't listened before, we're going to have a predictions round, we're going to have the results of last year's predictions round, we've got a UK news round, a world news round, and a numbers round. So, John and LJ, what's your team name? We are the Human Hand Grenades. Seems very appropriate. And Stephen Jen, what's your team name? We're the Anti-Growth Coalition. Right, both Liz Truss, when we listened back to this a year's time, no one's going to have a clue what they are referring to. 44 glorious days. <laughs> <laughs> Doubled my mortgage. <laughs> so, first prediction was will there be a general election in 2022? Everyone said no. LJ said no, unless the Queen dies. I'm still going to give you a point, LJ, but I have reported that answer to the relevant authorities. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, it turned out my constitutional knowledge was not as up to date as it could have been. And uh, this is why we're broadcasting from the cells of the Tower of London. <laughs> it's a bit harsh, I think, Steve, is having <laughs> a great house. <laughs> to, to be fair, that would, you know, allow. I could save on my heating bill if I'm yeah. in the tower. I could just pay for the... I quite like the tower. Last time I was at the tower, I got one of the Beefeater's phone numbers, so win! <laughs> Moving swiftly on to the second prediction, which is, will Boris Johnson be Prime Minister at the end of 2022? This is one of those where everyone actually was quite logical and was saying, well, sure, like LJ, for instance, saying the ruthlessness of the Tories in removing leaders is overblown. Look at the economy in the pandemic. If you were Liz Truss or Rishi Sunak, why would you take that on right now? Why indeed? <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet... I underestimated their stupidity. Prescient. Prescient. <laughs> we have Steve saying, the leadership's a poison chalice. Why would you out Johnson now? We have Bridget saying, Boris Johnson will also have one more offspring this time next year. <laughs> That wasn't brought out by events, but... Well, actually, I mean, we have no proof that it wasn't. <laughs> Given his... Um, Still not yes. giving a bonus point. <laughs> <laughs> but one one amongst us, one soothsayer, realised that the Boris Johnson Premiership was on shaky foundations, and that's John. So rather than John for getting a point for saying that Boris Johnson would not be Prime Minister. The polls, uh, obviously Labour at the moment, I think is anywhere between 14 and 24 points ahead in the polls. None of you predicted that, you pessimistic bastards. Bridget said the polls would narrow again and the government would be in the bounce of the Jubilee and the Commonwealth Games. That hasn't happened. Steve and LJ predicted Labour leads about six, seven, eight, nine points. 
so I've given half a point to you. I've given John the full point for saying a Labour lead of five points, but also a dissolving of public support and confidence in the government. I, I, I think Which I think that actually think, happened. I yes. Think it has happened. <laughs> you had to predict the French presidential election. You all said that Macron would win. Um, I've given Bridget a bonus point for saying we'd be collectively horrified by the right-wing surge. Will Jair Bolsonaro be re-elected in Brazil? This is where obviously Steve and Bridget suffer from Bridget's doom-laden <laughs> pocket because she was the only one to say he wouldn't be. So the only one who's to say he would be re-elected, everyone else said he wouldn't be. And then the final prediction round question, who would control the House and the Senate after the midterms? Steve said it would be tight. The Republicans were in both. Going to have been half a point for that. Bridget obviously said Republican landslide, which doesn't get any points. John said Republicans would take both, but specifically said that, uh, not Stephen Warnock, he's a footballer, isn't he? Raphael Warnock. Raphael Warnock. Was it not me who said Raphael Warnock? Because I was betting on Stacey Abrams. No, it was John, I'm pretty sure. And LJ, you said Republicans could take the House and it'll stay 50-50, Senate. I've given you a point for that. Didn't uh, I specifically say that the Pennsylvania would be a picker? Do did. I not get a bonus point for that? Oh, yeah, you <coughs> should. I, I, I actually, I didn't actually bother looking up whether they picked it up or not. They so. did. John they Fetterman. did. Yeah. Ah, well, in that case, you got an extra point. So, at the end of that, we, I think we've got the greatest ever predictions round in Not Enough Champagne. If you want to retire now, Johnny Glory, like Lionel Messi. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to staring into my crystal ball yet again. Yes. Like Lionel you, Messi, you, he is short <laughs> but gifted. <laughs> You have seen what we're predicting. <laughs> so, at the end of the predictions round, we have the human hand grenades on 12 and a half and the anti-growth coalition on seven. So, pretty commanding, but we've just watched the World Cup final. Does 12 and a half include my extra bonus point? Yes, yes. it does. Scores and doors were Steve four, Bridget three, John seven and LJ five and a half. First prediction, Steve, will there be a general election in 2023? No. Jen? No. John? No. LJ. God, no. John, will Rishi Sunak be Prime Minister at the end of 2023? Yes. LJ. Yes. Steve. Yes. And Jen. Unfortunately, yes. LJ, what will the polls look like at the end of 2023? I think broadly similar now, I think it will be a roughly 20 to 25 point lead for the Labour Party. That's the most optimistic poll we've ever had, so <laughs> I do apologise, Keir. We, we did try and... But no. <laughs> John. Yep. Labour will be ahead, it will be double digits, I think it could be up to 20 points. Uh, at the risk of sounding repetitious, uh, yeah, pretty much the exact same, and double digits definitely. A whole consensus here. Steve, do you want to book the consensus? I mean, so, do I, should I go in as Bridget isn't here into the doom and gloom? It's completely up to you, no. Steve. I mean, there is a tradition yes, to uphold. Lose points. My gut instincts has around about the 15 uh, mark, so definitely double digits. Um, I think it, there's a significant potential for it to come down from where we are currently, but I think 15 sounds about right. Mm. Doom laden 15, here we yeah. go. I bet Lay Rich, you love us at the moment. Here's where the, the real uh, wheat from the chaff is separated. Jen, who's going to win the 2023 European Song Contest? As an American, I absolutely love Eurovision. Absolutely love it. And I actually think that we're going to have a slight repetition of last year in that everybody is going to be, still be going, yay, Ukraine, you still haven't quite managed to win it and have it yourself, so have it again. John? I think Jen's right. I think Ukraine are going to get it again. Steve? Um, this is going to be one of the few things where I'm going to be vaguely patriotic and I'm going to go UK. Oh. Right. 
I, I mean, that makes sense because at the moment we're loved by the rest of the world. So, I mean, you can't you can't make a valid prediction of this until you hear the songs. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you 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 think the Eurovision Song Contest is actually a contest about songs? Well, considering that a significant part of it is based on, and I know because this is on my own home scoring categories, because mm. yes, I'm one of those geeks, is how much does this country want to not piss off Russia? And that's usually a factor, and it's completely different now. Ooh. Who need to be so much in-depth of Eurovision talk? We should do a whole series. LJ? I feel like I'm going to book the trend a little bit because I think that Ukraine will be still hugely important for the democratic world's future and therefore slightly boring to the general public. Um, so, um, What are you saying about the general public, LJ? That they have better things to do with their lives than pay attention to politics. Ah. Um, yes, but that does include paying attention to Eurovision. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Germany just, just to be different to everyone else. On penalties? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Perfect. Right, Steve, I'm going to go to your specialist subject now. All right. Who's going to win the 2023 Cricket World Cup in India? Well, as we all know through the uh, vast history of this podcast, I know so much about cricket. So I understand much. all of the analogies that you bring out. Uh, I, I'm going to go India because I know they're good at cricket. <laughs> That's a solid prediction. He understands them like Pakistani batsmen can pick out Rahan Ahmed's googly. Yeah, I totally understand that, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Jen. We are. Well, America. (laughs) This is one of the great things about me giving that answer, because I have dual citizenship. We are. Okay, there we go. So, if if America... America America (coughs) is in that World Cup, just so you're aware. I know. Be quiet. If America wins, you'll get double points. (laughs) If England win, it'll be on boundaries. And LJ? Uh, England, I think. I think the way that they're playing at the moment is just a step above everyone else. And John? I think a cricket team will definitely win it. Thanks, Just England. Just England. Or India. Or Pakistan. India. On the basis, I'm off to see the, the in-laws for Christmas and I want to keep my mother-in-law very happy, I'm going to say India. That's good. Matt, we can confirm John is still a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> but does he know how to make roti? Then, John, I'll go to you on this one. Who's going to win the 2023 Nigerian presidential election? You are a horrible person for putting this on here at all. Just want to say that. Come on, acknowledge what I said. I, I, well, I'm, I'm not going to agree with that. <laughs> I, it's an important election. I looked at the elections that were on, and actually, we don't we talk about Africa much in the podcast. I thought it was a nice opportunity to discuss it. And I think Nigeria is what, one of the, the fourth most populous country in the world. It's going to be one of the most populous. No one's arguing it's not an important election. I think, right. it's, I think you're overestimating our knowledge of Nigerian politics. Wait, it's not like, but how, that there are only five different parties. Like, it's not like... Yeah, but I need, I need some polling data. <laughs> but if only I'd given you these questions in the advance. <laughs> there isn't there any poll- polling data. There is. Uh, okay, there's polling data with swings of like 70%. Yeah. Right. That's not a margin. Based on very, very odd demographic things when you actually dig into the detail of the polls as well. Are you saying that maybe there's that polling data alone is not quite sufficient to put When, when there's a 70% swing in the same month, yes, yes, I have. You've seen the effect of the mini budget. That's perfectly <laughs> reasonable. Honestly. You've got five just, different choices. Just, just answer the question, Jen. <laughs> Look at Wikipedia and pick one. I, I have been looking at Wikipedia and I'm being horrible and prevaricating <coughs> because I don't want to completely mangle any of these names. We do apologise now to our Nigerian <laughs> listeners. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that the current party will stay in power. Which party is that? 
APC. APC. Bola Tinubu, I think is... Although I've probably horribly mispronounced that. Is that your prediction? It's not my prediction. I'm going to go with Peter OB on the grounds that... He has a 74% percent poll. In one, yeah. And on another, it's like 6%. So, um, yeah, but basically I'm, I'm going with uh, the current parties had two terms in power and therefore hopefully people might want to change. And, you know, yeah. it's Labour Party. So let's go with the Labour Party uh, trust in our sister, presumably sister party, um, in Nigeria. Steve? Oh, I'm going with Peter Ruby as well, pretty much for the same uh, reasons as uh, LJ, as the polls are a bit weird, but it's all I've got to go on. The, the, the polling is fascinating on this. I, I've consulted the, 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 the doyen of, of all impeccable sources, which of course is the Wikipedia article on opinion polling, and uh, there have been two polls in September, one of which... Well, both of them actually have Peter Irby from the Labour Party ahead, which is why I shall suggest that he probably will win it. But he, on the first poll, he got 21% as opposed to 32% undecided. In the second poll, um, all the undecided... Nobody was undecided anymore. It was statistically zero, and Labour had 72%. But then again, we've seen how quickly politics moves in this country over the uh, period of September. So, um, yeah, I, I think it probably will be a Labour win. That means, so human hand grenades, the first round, UK in 2022. Do you want to go first or let the opposition bat first? I understand that reference. Let's bat first. Let's set them a big title. So, in January, the House of Lords defeated the government on 14 amendments on the same bill in a single day, which is the most since the Lords was reformed in 1999. Which bill was it on? Was that the Nationality and Borders Bill? I've got something to, around crime or something around... Yeah, I think it might have been. It's on that. It was the, 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 the Public Order Bill. Pu- public Order Bill? It's not called the Public Order Bill. It's the Police and... It's, it's a Police and Crime or the Police and Sentencing Bill, isn't it? It's the Police, Crime and Sentencing Bill, so I, I will give you that one, yes. But basically, the reason for that is because there was no time for, for, the, for consultation because a lot of that was added at a later stage. I will offer this question out this bonus question oh. to both teams, which is, so that's the most since the laws were performed in 1989. So in 2005, the were, government was defeated on 12 moments in the bill. Anyone want to guess what bill that might have been? Iraq? Nope. Was that... What year? 2005. Was that a counter-terrorism bill? What's a counter-terrorism bill? Right, well, there we go. So, anti-growth coalition, your first question. Why were Watford fans in February chanting, that's how your cat feels? Wait, this is the politics round? No, this is the UK, UK round. So it's, it's stuff okay. that happens in the UK, and Watford, Watford is in the UK still. It's not no, seceded. Yet. Well, yes. <laughs> Wexit, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he a Cornish detective? Uh, uh, <laughs> so, so what were they chanting again? So they were, they were chanting, that's how your cat feels. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm so good with sports, especially around, like... But it's cutthroat. It's it's about cats more than football, really. Jenny's going to be unhappy when she knows the answer. Is this... Am I going to be bored here? Like a cat. What have they done to the cats? Cat got put in a bin, or... No, that was... No! Oh! Wasn't there something you got, like... Like a football player that got, like, done for animal cruelty? (gasps) He threw a... Yeah. He threw a cat off a... Threw a cat off something or kicked a cat? He kicked a cat. Kicked a cat, yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I, do I get bonus points if I know the fact that it was Kurt Zuma and his brother and that they were West Watford at the time were beating West Ham? 
That is awful. They actually did this yes. during a game. No, they, no, chanted no, they chanted that. They chanted no, that. He, he kicked the cat and his brother kicked the cat after a defeat somewhere. They did get done. They, um, they paid a substantial fine. The club suspended him for a while and he um, is banned from keeping pets of any kind. Good. Yeah. So it was aimed at Kurt Zuma. So, so Kurt Zuma was a footballer, yeah. Kicking cat again. And he was uh, challenged robustly and went down the floor and then the Watford fans were like, that's, that's how your cat feels. feels. Yeah. So I will give a point to the Anti-Growth Coalition and a point to the Human Hand Grenades for naming the footballer. Um, and his team, and the fact they're from Chelsea. I can't give two extra bonus points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here, sad about kidding. And many points to Watford for calling out egregious cat cruelty. <laughs> and, that's, and that's from John Summerley, you wouldn't try and kick John's <laughs> cat. Not if you value your continued existence. Yeah. I also kind of feel I want to give bigger points to the guy who flattened him. <laughs> that, that's true. Well, he's not taking part in the quiz. We, no, no, fair. He can't yeah. afford Premier League football, doesn't he? <laughs> Watford are Premier League anymore. That's true. Well, <laughs> but if, if you'd like this podcast to afford Premier League footballers, the Patreon page is. <laughs> <laughs> if you want them to sign a new centre forward. <laughs> Next question. Is, uh, so this is to Human Hand Grenades. Why did four A's to Boris Johnson resign in February, including his director of the policy unit, Manira Mirza? Wasn't this the. Um, when, when they got. Uh, caught on the hot mic about oh how do we explain away all these parties? Yeah, I, I've sort of lost track of the many, many, many resignations from Johnson's government, government and, and or was it? Wider, I mean, so. or was it Pincher? Or, so no, well, it wasn't, you've got it Pincher. Party got four hours, LJ. <laughs> which scandals were there? You got Pincher, Partygate, Barnard Castle. I think I think it was Partygate. I think it was the ones who were um, discussing how to try and explain the. Laughing about calling it a well, work event because it, 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 it was Allegra Stratton who resigned. She over was. That. I'm yeah. trying to remember why Manira Mirza resigned, mm. and I'm not sure whether it was directly related to Partygate, but I'm trying to remember which of the many dozens of scandals. Oh, and who, who was the one before Pincher? The scandal before Pincher. That was yeah, tra- tractor porn man. Yeah, um, and then there, there was the, the Owen Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, let's go with that. We'll go with Owen Patterson. Uh, so I can offer it. So uh, it's not Owen Patterson, the Anti-Growth Coalition. So I should say they haven't mentioned the specific scandal. Well, <laughs> forgive, the 12, for, yeah. forgive us for so not many. remembering all of them. No. <laughs> but I, I thought that was a bit of a clue. That that's why I, I'm not not to do you down. It's more to give them a... Ah. a, a like, so it's none they've mentioned. It's a different scandal. I feel like the only two that have... There's so many that haven't been. The, the ones that oh. like were... Are either going to be something to do with like not appointing the um, ethics com- uh, ethics advisor, or wasn't there something to do with Starmer and Saville? I think it's that one. Yeah, Starmer and Saville allegations. Actually, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, so uh, PMQ's Johnson said that Starmer was responsible for not prosecuting Jimmy Savile, and then he didn't apologise after that, and that's where they resigned. So I can give you that point. So the anti-growth coalition in April. There were celebrations in Pool Harbour after which type of bird laid an egg? Obscure bird. Or something that doesn't live in Hawaii. Hawaii? Did you say Pearl Harbour? Pool. 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 Now it's a lot more. That would be very different Spielberg film. Apple Yamamoto with a slave egg. Oh, wait, wait. Commander, we've got lost. There, there was like a, 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 an eagle. The rear eagle, white tail. I can't understand my words. What was so annoyed about Christchurch? <laughs> what? 
Corey. Is it a white-tailed eagle or something of that nature? Um, it's not a white-tailed eagle. It is an osprey. It's a different type of sea eagle. Is it? Yeah, the main reason I, I was aware of this was I clicked on the article um, because I thought it was about the Ospreys rugby team. So, <laughs> fair but, human hand grenades, we have another animal-related question, which is, which animal was reintroduced to the UK for the first time in thousands of years this year? Oh, that was something ridiculous, wasn't it? Okay, there was plans for lynx, but I don't think they've got there yet. I think it might be beavers. Haven't, I, no, but I, I feel like deja vu because I feel like we've had a beans no, question I, I before. Think, I, think, I think there was something wrong. Is it Link? 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 No, I, I still think Link's is an underarm deodorant. Um, it's a man of the people speaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, man of the teenage boys. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, also people. Um, um, <laughs> buffalo, bison. Because I got really excited about Jacob because a friend of mine is a big Buffalo Bills fan. Bison. European ones are called bison. It, it was bison. Um, next question to the Anti-Growth Coalition. Uh, in June, it was reported the numbers of what type of establishment have fallen below 40,000 for the first time ever in the UK as so many are closing because of rising costs and changing social behaviour? I would guess pubs. Pubs, yeah. It is pubs. 39,970 pubs. Hugh hand grenades. What links The Last Supper, Sunflowers, the M25 and the Bank of England? They've all been uh, defaced by climate change protesters. Mm. Which group specifically? Just, uh, just Stop Oil, was it? I think it's ju- yeah, it is Just Stop Oil, isn't it? Yeah. It is Just Stop Oil. Yeah. So, so the Bank of England was targeted uh, because they demanded an new oil and gas licences. Tomato soup was thrown on sunflowers in October. In July, protesters glued themselves to the Royal Academy of Arts version of The Last Supper and then protesters bought the M25 as well. The Anti-Growth Coalition... You get half a point for each of these two answers. Which two candidates were the first to be knocked out in the first round of voting in the Conservative Party leadership contest? Feels like it was ages ago. Which one? So, well, there hasn't even been one that there were candidates in. So so the one to to succeed, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I do. So... Oh, it's two, two, two were knocked out in the first round. Didn't get the required one nominations. Who are those? Ernst Stavro Blofeld and Doctor No. (laughs) There's that random dude who announced he was going to run. Yeah. Did he get any? He did not get any. He did not get any. So he doesn't count. We got one nomination. Right. So, so people like, so people like like Raymond Chisty don't count. So these are people who stood and they got on the ballot. But so these two didn't get the required number of nominations to get the first round. So, so Blofeld and Doctor No both. Didn't, didn't, get, yeah, yeah. didn't get the names to go on the ballot. Too, too centrist for modern conservative <laughs> party. <laughs> Where, when did you do that? They do have two good ones. So I think I think Grant Shapps. I think Grant Shapps is one of them. Because I know he came, he went out relative quite Very early on, early, and he yeah. got like ten or eleven like nominations. Split his vote with Michael Green, I heard. So I'd, I'd say go with Grant Shapps for one, mm-hmm. and then the other one. God, who else? Can't even remember who it was at that point. Yeah, let's go Shaps and Bregham. I'm afraid neither of them are knocked out in the first round. I don't I don't think Grant Shaps made the ballot. I think he No, I don't no he didn't. He withdrew. He withdrew. Uh, Jeremy Hunt was definitely one of them. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Um, I my, no, he was I think he was the first out because I was quite surprised by that and well, it, it was his sort of grand um, alliance with Esther McVeigh. I'm not convinced, but my guess for the other one I think was Nadim Zahawi. Oh, LJ, that's a very good guess. So, yeah, Jeremy Hunt, Nadim Zahawi, 
like, I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he's now, he was now trying to be the, I think, the CEO of, of the Senate government, which obviously is going swimmingly. <laughs> We're back to human hand grenades. In October, what reopened to the public for the first time in 40 years? Battersea Power Station. Yes. Wow. I said that. How do you know that? that? I read the news. That's just cheating, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, final question of this round then to the Anti-Growth Coalition. Also in October, how many days of work were lost to industrial action? The most since 2011. Was it 417,000 days, 437,000 days, or 457,000 days? Middle one? I'd say it's going to be the higher one. 457. It's not, I'm afraid. I can offer it, but I'll only give you half a point. Should we go for the middle one, just to annoy Jenny? I, don't know I was going to go for the lower one. I, go, I genuinely have no clue. 417. What's 417? But I'll give you half a point for that. So, so at the end of the first <laughs> round, we've got human hand grenades on 21. We've got the anti growth coalition on 10. So, anti human Don't worry, I'll start trolling Corey soon and then you'll get back in it. But give me more alcohol, it makes it more fun. <laughs> human hand grenades, first question world news in 2022. What was found in the Antarctic in March? Snow. <laughs> Ice. <laughs> um, this is going to be either something like a scientific breakthrough of some sort, or you know, a, they've discovered a frozen mummy so, or something. So, they found the remains of a ship, didn't they? But I think that was in the Ark. It was the ship that went looking for the Northwest. Passage. Oh, yes. Uh, HMS no. was it Endeavour? Or no, Erebus. Not, uh, yeah, it wasn't Endeavour. It was, uh, yeah, Endeavour was, it was a much ship. earlier ship, but yeah, I think um, that was in the Arctic. I think it was Erebus. Is this related to something happening in the Antarctic that shouldn't be happening because it shouldn't be that warm? I don't even know. I know Greenland has now receded to the point where they can access minerals that they weren't able to before and are therefore right. trying again, to mine. Again, the wrong hemisphere, I, yeah. Roger. <laughs> well, I don't know if something similar might be. I think something connected with Robert Falk and Scott's expedition. I'm going to say Scott's camp. Okay, so it's not Scott or related to the climate change. I'm going to pass it over to Anti-Growth Coalition. I'm going to say it is a ship. I was going to say it's Shackleton. And what's his ship called? It, it, you have to keep going oh, for a long time. Endurance. Thank you. Right, endurance. Yes. So yeah, endurance, which sank in 1915. Anti-growth coalition. Second, second question on world news. So following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Russia's banned from international Olympic committee events. Which other country is also banned? Ooh, who's done a load of hideous stuff, but doesn't have the political kudos to have it just ignored? Good way of phrasing it. That is an excellent way of phrasing it, and the answer naturally leads you to... You're does supposed it, to be experienced at this. Does it ring any... That doesn't help. <laughs> Doesn't it? All right. I know what you're trying to say with the clue, but I don't know what the answer is off of that clue. Okay, fine. Can we, can we just offer it over, please, so I can put them out there, misery? Yeah, I don't... I have no idea. Belarus. Belarus because uh... a large part of the invasion of Ukraine was launched from the Belarusian territory. Right, uh, okay. Someone's like ringing. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that only helps if I remember Belarus exists. It's... <laughs> yes, but I thought you might like. But how many countries begin with Bell? Billies. <laughs> Is that <laughs> trolling? That felt like trolling. But we'll move on. Human hand grenades. In, in California, what offence was finally decriminalised in October this year? I was going to say marijuana, but I think that was a lot earlier than that. What do they call it when you cross the road without a crossing line? Jaywalking. I think it was something. It was something stupid like that. This jaywalking, right? Nicely right. done. I know somebody that got arrested for that in New York. Really? Yeah, and she laughed at the cop because she didn't believe it was really a crime. She was Irish. 
<laughs> there was a they used to, that's also a crime in Belgrade when I used to live there, and you could tell when the police were down on their quota for the month because the end of the month would come, and there'd just be a massive load of police that, at the main uh, Slavia Slavia where the, the main bus routes all terminate, and that was the only time when Serbians would very quietly and patiently wait at the actual crossing lights, just because it would annoy the policemen who were hoping to find people. <laughs> there you go, listeners. It's not just comedy. There's travel tips as well. <laughs> And trolling police in foreign countries. <laughs> Don't lose a point for that, though, I'm afraid. For the Anti-Growth Coalition, question number four. What was the slogan being held up in China by protesters against their zero COVID measures? Sorry, the slogan? Yeah. They didn't have one. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they, they, because they, they had a load of like blank, blank signs and things, because the entire point was they were being silenced, and therefore they didn't speak. It's a trick. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's the answer. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Tricksy questions. Um, good if it wasn't a bell, otherwise we'd never have got there. quiet. Human hand grenades in November. There was a ceasefire in which African civil war? Ethiopia. Yeah. So, Ethiopia printed grey. Nicely done. So, this is the second bit of the World Leaders Round. So, obviously, we've talked a lot on this podcast about uh, Britain's world leaders, or should I say specifically Conservative Party leaders behaving badly. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is have five questions about... Uh, incompetence, mismanagement, various corruption of world leaders around the world to make ourselves feel patriotic. So you get half a point for the name of the leader, you get half a point for the country. Anti-growth coalition. Which president was ousted in April in a vote of no confidence and with accusations of economic mismanagement and foreign policy mishandling? Should we say Japan? Yeah. Japan? Don't know the name. Wasn't Japan, I can offer it. I think Sri Lanka and I think the name was Rajapaksa. So I was looking for Imran Khan in Pakistan. Oh, oh yeah. of course. Yeah. Oh. Okay, we should have all got that. I thought, yeah, that's one of those things that that, that time has screwed me because I thought that was earlier than... I genuinely yeah. thought that was yeah. a year yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah, same. It's been a long year. It I really think has. Agree that. Well, well, was that something that had been like, bu- bu- bubbling away for a while as well? Exactly. The, yeah. the, the, the has, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you want a fun fact about Pakistan? Go for it. So no president has completed the full five-year term there since the new constitution was introduced in 1973. Oh, wow. Wasn't wasn't Berlusconi the first Italian prime minister to complete a term in office since the war in, like, the 90s or something? Wouldn't surprise me if that was Mm. true. It's probably because of a stable government that he (laughs) (laughs) learned. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Speaking of which, human hand grenades, which prime minister not only lost an election this year but also got censured by Parliament for giving himself secret powers in office. Oh, this was uh, Scott Scott Morrison Morrison in Australia. It was indeed Scott Morrison in Australia. Anti-Growth Coalition, who was embroiled in a scandal called Nokia Gate following his deletion of several text messages in his mobile phone? I think it's Mark Rupp. I'll I'll follow you lead on this. R-U-T-T-E. I want to say the Netherlands or somewhere like that. Yeah, Netherlands. It is the Netherlands. Well done. Because I, I remember, because he, for some reason, just has this ridiculously old mobile phone. <laughs> I love it. Well, so I think it was, wasn't Barack Obama like, completely confused by smartphones because Bit he wasn't allowed his yeah. personal phone when he was president. And then by the time he'd stopped being president, they had advanced so much, he was just completely at sea with them. Yeah, because they're only allowed to have Blackberries because about the only thing that 
the mm. Secret Service deems as secure mm-hmm. are Blackberries. So it's about the only way that Blackberries are still relevant yeah. is that the Secret Service trusts them for the president and that's it. I like the idea that Obama's still there six years after leaving office or whatever it is with his smartphone. Honey, what's, the, yeah. what's smartphone. this Smartphone. And he, he's, the only thing he's managed to download is the Matt Hancock app. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough to see you out of office. And then he bins the phone because he just can't stand it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Human hand which Prime Minister was embroiled in their own party gate scandal after videos of her clubbing and dancing with friends oh, with oh, uh, Santa Marin in Finland. Here's Santa Marin. Multiple Gross. times, Sorry. I believe. There are multiple videos, including one of uh, of her being of supposedly being inappropriate with somebody on the dance floor, when in fact it was just random dude tried to hit on her in the club. <laughs> Which I like. Which it takes some serious cojones to <laughs> to walk up to the. I mean, or just so not understanding that it is. Although in my head, I'm now playing the scene from The West Wing when the guys try and hit aggressively on her daughter and just get smacked by the secret service. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got seized on by a lot of kind of Russian trolls, didn't it? And yeah. Sort of disinformation. Yeah. yeah. Final question of this round then to anti-growth coalition: Which president narrowly escaped impeachment following the theft from his private ranch? Have around four hundred thousand pounds found in his sofa. 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 On his ranch. I miss, that would make Biden a lot more interesting. <laughs> Do not start that rumor because <laughs> yeah. Fox News will run with it, and it'll be our fault he loses. Uh, I'll get sued by. Yeah, in okay, so the pre- pre- president. You said president. Okay, so the places you would I would associate with having ranches would be U.S. Blatantly not going to be that. We've Australia, Australia, we've already had Australia, so the only other place I can think of where they might have ranches is South Africa? Or South America. Or somewhere like that. Argentina? Yeah, there's, a, there's like some places like that. I used to have a friend that had a ranch in Bolivia, so they, they yeah, it's definitely a South America thing. I want to say South Africa. I've got no idea who it is, but like South Africa's got so much random bullshit that happens in its politics that it could easily be that. Money so, in a sofa? Yeah. South Africa? It is South Africa, so I can give you half a point. Do you want to have a guess I at don't South even Africa? No. Who who's the oh, president, God. to be honest? There are too many names floating around my head. Um Zumba? I don't know if he's still no, he's not the president. He's yeah. not president right now. Um Yeah, I've got no idea on that. It's, it's Cyril so, Ramaphosa. So, I, I knew it was Cyril, I think. Yeah. It is Cyril Ramaphosa. I told you I could see his face What the fuck was that about then? So we just had like Almost half a million in. Yeah, so I think basically it was, it was meant to be for something else. It basically, I think they basically misappropriated funds. Oh, We've okay. all lost money down the back of a sofa. Do you know oh. what? If I found just <laughs> sting on the back. If of I found four hundred thousand down the back of my sofa, my life would be a lot better. I do not have a problem in my life at the moment that could not be fixed by more money. Listeners, if you have four hundred thousand pounds want to put in the sofa, do let us know through our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and we can. <laughs> and the Patreon pages. <laughs> I hope you're feeling patriotic after that. No. Um, I'll try Do you feel cynical about mankind? Well, why should today be different to every other year? So, at the end of that, going into the crucial numbers round, human hand grenades 25.5, anti-growth coalition 13.5, but it is all to play for in a numbers round. I I, I, what one. I'll do is... Hmm? Yeah, I, I hate this one. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I quite like it, though. So. <laughs> Although I realise I've been trying to Google because... I've not actually written down the answers. So we have to <laughs> try and find that. <laughs> if, we answer, if we answer as blank, will that be a correct answer? <laughs> Depends. I've got, 
I, I'm cut, it's like the clock is ticking for me to find it. So, so you can both confer and then come up with an answer, okay. and then whoever is nearest gets a point. January 2022 was the warmest New Year's Day ever recorded in the UK. What temperature was recorded in St James's Park? Human hand grenades, what's your answer? You think 17 and a half. And anti-growth coalition? We said 11. Uh, so it's 16.2 degrees Ooh. Celsius. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, sorry, Earth. And I think that means human hand grenades get the point. So, second question. Inflation. Is this one you're Googling the answer for? No, it's okay. the fourth question. So. <laughs> right, okay. <so> you've got... <laughs> right, we've got to answer really Stop quick for the next two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hurry you. Inflation has now passed 10%. What was it at the start of the year? I found it. <laughs> okay, the way he said that, I mean, he sounded it sounded like, like the Ark of the Covenant or something. So right. I was actually going for like supervillain. Uh, if he calls it his precious, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> now he's found it. There's no stone balls and new balls. Uh, I haven't installed that feature. Yet. <laughs> Next year's quiz. <laughs> Have an interactive element. Uh, Anti-growth coalition. Uh, Two point five. And we thought three point five. Oh, I'm afraid you've edged the point again. It was five point four percent to start. Really? really? Yeah, really. Blimey. Uh Okay, this one, um, uh, which is definitely not a sign of my obsessions. What was the highest position achieved by Elvis Costello's "The Boy Named If" on the UK's <laughs> albums chart? Glory <laughs> <laughs> loves Elvis Costello for the. Oh, I mean, so much. The but, position, but also, so. listeners, if you need a, yeah, it, it, it's an amazing album. I'm thinking around about that because that's that's a strong thing that somebody would be happy with if you're not like a megastar. Yeah, yeah. But he is a megastar, damn it! You make me sick. After he, all we've lived through, did we lose a point for trolling? No, it's fine. I think that's, that that <laughs> wasn't that wasn't trolling. That was a genuine expression of of Yeah, which you disagree with massively, but yeah. but yeah. Like he, he he's not Ed Sheeran, he's not Taylor Swift, he's not that kind of caliber no, he's modern. Much well, better than that. I, I, I would Cal- agree. Caliber isn't the word he's looking for. Um, I, I I think like our quizmaster Elvis Costello is a fine figure of a man and handsome too. There we go. <laughs> and I hope you're happy now. So you spot the real Costello fans here. Yes. yes. And, and therefore, Both uh, of them are here. Are we happy with, with numbers? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Go on then. Fifth. Human grenades. Fifth. We, we reckon top ten and I went middle for middle. The sixth. Really? You're kidding? No. I'm genuinely surprised by that. Well, there you go. It, it, it's a very good album. I um, love because he's such a quality artist. He is. Yeah. Just don't ask me to That's many trolling. Of songs. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you lost that one, but accidents will happen. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I'll stop pumping it up. <laughs> <laughs> Steve doesn't want to go to Chelsea, apparently. <laughs> it has been a good year for the Reds. Um, you'd be pleased to I've know. got the face on that Steve has when you talk about cricket. Oh, yeah, that's not, you're, you're just all talk. <laughs> I'm assuming these are song references. Yes, they are. I, I'm going to smile and nod because I don't have a clue what's happening. I'm genuinely quite surprised by, by that he was, he was able to get that. I think it's his highest in quite a while. Yeah, because I, I don't think, like, Is he like still National Reds or anything got him. I'm sorry. That was a genuine question because I don't know these things. Yes, he's still making music. He's he's had an album. My favorite singer is Heavenly Two, so I can't really tell. My favorite band is Creedence Clearwater Revival. It's a bad memory, honey. I know. 
felt I, I had old fashioned music tastes, but uh, right. Anyway, I found the answer to this question. I found the answer to this question. Would be very pleased to know. So, yeah. in March, NASA confirmed a new number of exoplanets. Exoplanets are planets which exist beyond our solar system. How many was it? Uh, well, I am not terribly knowledgeable about this. I love that he put it on there. I'm trying to think of all the exoplanets and other names of. So there's Scaro, Gallifrey, Bull Moon, Vulcan. Quite frankly, show those things. <laughs> What's the planet the Ewoks live on? Endor. Endor. If we're, doing, if we're doing that, mate, I feel like we can go from days on Star Wars. But that's a moon, not, not a planet. Kashyyyk. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's the forest moon of Endor. Endor is the planet. Like, yeah. You never see, actually, the, the yeah, yeah. Endor itself. So, so yeah. we don't actually know what that moon is called. Mustafar and Kashyyyk. And, yeah, so yeah. Must have been the Jedi. <laughs> Mustafar is where Darth Vader has his fortress. And I understand how you felt when we were talking about Elvis Costello. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, he's still never seen Star Wars. I've seen the first one because I made it watch. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I didn't have spots. By the first one, do you mean the fourth one or the first one, which was actually the fourth one made? Fourth. The fourth one. Fourth. But it's not got spies or Cary Grant in it. So. You, yeah, need, to watch watch you need to watch Andor. Andor is so good. And you... it's basically a political drama with a spy movie and a heist incorporated. And the fact that Star Wars is kind of sort of right, on the side. And it's got, you know, Andy Serkis and. It's uh, to be fair, the original Star Wars, Alec Guinness was in it. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah. But if it, it was I think that is actually how I got into that. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been Alec Guinness, I got named George Luke Smiley. by my dad. I mean, you know, I have an Ira Rebel. Anyway, Star Wars tattoo. Uh, do, do we have answers? I, we have an answer. Go on, Anti Growth Coalition. Twenty-five. Oh, was God, it's much higher than that. It's. I, I genuinely think it's in the hundred thousands or even the millions. Just for shiggle, should we say twenty-six? <laughs> Let's go no, 20. You, no, you were meant to have a. It, I'm going to have to go. It's, you have to go something in the hundred thousands or millions. You can't just see what. Oh, right, hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. But I think it's. I think it is massively higher than that. Okay, it was five thousand. But I think that oh, means right, you get okay. the point. Yeah. I thought it was massively higher than that. I, I mean, to be fair, it was massively higher than that. But. Uh, to be fair, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure what number I'd have guessed, but I didn't realise that's it, a lot of planets. It, it's one of those things where, like, unless you pay attention to it, you've got no idea what the scale of. Yeah, well, I was just figuring they measure when the, the light from planets dims as the stars, yeah. as the plan- light from stars dim as the planets move across. Given the sheer volume of stars in the sky, I figured you know there's a fair number of them that will have planets, and I'm I, I'm pretty sure that so, this is something of a line from the film First Contact. Check. Increase the chances okay. of being an intelligent life somewhere out there in space. Either we are entirely alone, or we are not, and either of them is an incredible thought. Well, just to bring ourselves back down to Earth. So, Quinn Smith II was the second longest serving monarch of all time, behind Louis XIV of France, who's known as the Sun King. How long did he reign for? Ooh. Ooh. So, Elizabeth did 74, 70, 70 years. Does anyone have any answers? I think so. We, we think right. 73 years. 73 years. We said 80. So, he reigned for 72 years, 110 days. So, from the 14th of May 1643, the 1st of September 1715. Wow. 1715. I was pretty close on the when it ended. I wasn't sure on the beginning. It's officially a very long time. What's the total number of resignations of ministers, principal private secretaries and trade envoys that resigned from Boris Johnson's government to trigger his resignation? So, I'
the Wikipedia page, I think, for the first UK government crisis of the year, rather than the third. So how many does it say resigned in those days to precipitate his resignation? This isn't resignations in the whole of his premiership or even the whole of the year. Just in so that this is within days. a specific window? Yeah, just, just within the window to trigger his resignation. And it's out of 179. We're ready to go. <laughs> Are you ready to go? Yeah. 62. I would say 130. It's at exactly 62. Wow! <laughs> How did you do that? We that thought 60 ish, and then we thought, because we had a, we, we a had couple going, on for luck. And then we had a two on for luck. <laughs> so we've got a Commonwealth Games question, because, John, yeah, where yeah, the yeah, Commonwealth yeah. Games held this year? Oh, 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 it's on the tip of my tongue. You it don't was, get a point for this. I was say. It was held in Smethwick. It was also held in Birmingham. Or. Well, or, or what we actually it, refer to as East Smethwick. It was held in the park that I used to play in as a child. And how did it go? It went incredibly well. And we were all very, very proud of what we did. In the Commonwealth Games this year, how many medals were won in total by England, Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales? When oh, <laughs> you say total, right, are we counting like team sports as one? Yeah. Just checking. <laughs> right, I've, we've got an answer, we I've, think. I think we've got an answer. I don't know if it's... 60. 60 and... We, I think, A, there, I think there is more sports and B, there is far fewer countries. I think it's around 255. Jesus. So it's 273. I'm so sorry. England with 176. That's Scotland with 51. Wales, 28. And Northern Ireland, 18. Okay. We, I, England was about 175. Yeah. And I thought Northern Ireland was about 20 and I gave 60. Absolutely. The Anglo-Saxons found out. I just assume some of the other countries would have done better than they did. Okay. <laughs> We've got the last question, and by very much no means the least question, but it's the one that I think all our listeners have been waiting for, which is, how many days and hours elapsed between the Daily Star setting up a live stream asking... <laughs> how many days and hours elapsed between the Daily Star and oh. setting up a live stream asking if Liz Trust could outlive a letters... And this trust is resignation. Okay, so she was less like, than George Canning catching for like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and it wasn't to, to begin with. So it would have been. I actually can't remember. After the human hand grenade, lead us out. We think six days and five hours. So I don't think they hit the week. And oh, we, we went a bit above that and went uh-huh. for uh, fourteen. Fourteen days. Yeah. So it started at 9am on October the 14th, and Liz Truss resigned 1.30pm on October the 20th, which is six days and four and a half hours. Oof. So, well done, human hand grenades, who at the end of that round... I feel like I owe Bridget an apology. No, this is about par. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, at the end of all of that, human hand grenades, 32 and a half, the anti-growth coalition on 14 and a half. So in many ways, Liz Truss did destroy the Anti-Growth Coalition, which I feel is a rather inauspicious end, or at least to end of 2022. Um, you had enough points I could have mentioned, Phil. <laughs> oh, stop it! Let me stuff your mouth full of this wilted lettuce. The podcast will return in 2023 with our Movers and Shakers predictions. Until then, if you uh, want to hear more of this professionalised light entertainment where could you go Steve 
You can go to patreon.com slash not enough champagne. You can fling us a few quid every month. Uh, it all goes to running the costs of the podcast, and you can gain yourself access to uh, unique episodes and things uh, which we put out there. Our website is notenoughchampagne.com. Our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash notenoughchampagne. James Cram is on the logo. You can follow him on Twitter at James Cram. And Dave Depper composed our theme machine, Pucky Good Times. I'm on Twitter at PaperMattRioter. I'm on Twitter at Councillor John Cotton. I'm at LJD Labour. I'm at Acoustic Radical. I'm at Jen underscore Hemingway. Happy New Year.